Don't let bullying at work hold you back from being victorious. If you're new to the channel, I go by the name of ED for all you smart and intelligent folks out there. Listen, that just simply means it. Today's episode is entitled Bully Busters from Victim to Victor Beating Workplace Bullies. Now, now family, this is going to be a very sensitive topic. I hesitated. Should I do this? But I knew it had to be done. Well, why is that? See, I knew it had to be done because I received a call from one of my mentees and he was telling me something he was experiencing at work. And because I have experience in this area, I said, hey, let me assist you in your journey. See, what was happening was is that uh, he was being attacked at work. Now, let me be clear. When I say attacked, I do not mean physically, I do mean emotionally attacked. Also, let me be clear is that you, as you know, when you watch these, vi these videos, if you've been watching, con all conflict is not bad. But when you take the adage, or I should say the approach to attack the person and not the, and not really um, make a judgment or talk about the work, now we have a problem, Houston. I, I'll say that again. Now we have a problem, Houston. See, sometimes we can get it construed when someone is giving us constructive. Now, let's unpack constructive, meaning that, hey, we see something that is a little bit off here. This is not your best, and we need to understand what is going on. Constructive is saying, hey, we had a plan. We agreed on something that was going to be, de uh, be delivered and it wasn't delivered. What happened? Constructive is basically saying that, hey, today is, uh, th today is the deadline. Where are we at on this project? But now when I'm saying being vindictive uh, uh, in a way of attacking the person, attacking the person's confidence, attacking the person's well-being, I can't roll with that family. And I use the word can't even though we're in a professional setting. And reason why I said I can't roll with that is because there's a difference by, again, giving someone professional feedback and saying, hey, this project that you're leading or is not what we thought it was going to be and we had a certain expectation. Now, here's the caveat. How do we pivot to ensure that we either get it back on track or how do we pivot to make sure that it illustrates what we all agreed upon? Um, I'm going to go through an eight-point framework, family. As you know, if you stay to the end, I got two bonuses uh, about this, about bullies. Um, I don't like bullies. I'm not going to use a stronger word than that because this is a, a G-rated show. But I have really choice words for the bullies out there. And the bullies out there, they know who they are, those who lack confidence, those who lack integrity, those who will smile in your face and stab you in the back. Those that will show you, as my auntie would say, their teeth and gums, and then have a rock behind their back to hit you in the face. So family, today we're gonna address this, and this is very sensitive again. Um, I hope that one of these points could help someone in their journey as I sat down with my mentee today to talk him through what was going on and unpacking it just to make sure that we can course correct uh, where he was currently at and to let him know, don't be a victim. Let's see how we can be a victor. Let's get to work, baby. I'm ready to work. All right, point number one, 
Recognizing bully behavior, listen, when you identify or you feel that you are being bullied at work, document it. I know, I know I probably shouldn't have said that. I'm probably going to probably gonna get in trouble for saying that, but you need to do it. Why, why do you need to document it? You need to document of what happened. So, because when you're in that moment and you're emotional, you may, you may think something that is going on that may not actually be going on. And once you get a chance to, to, to pull back and look at what you documented, maybe you, maybe you'll say, you know what? Okay, maybe I'm overreacting or maybe I'm underreacting too. And so if that's the case, you want to be able to document so you can kind of understand to see if there's a pattern here. This is very valuable information, family. I can't say it any louder, any clearer than that. I truly mean this, family. Document the information. It's not documenting to uh, get someone in trouble. It's not documenting to say, oh, well, this is a bad person. We all know documentation beats what? conversation. So if document beats conversation, again, it gives you a chance to look at the information later because when you are in your emotions, you may say and or do things that you normally wouldn't do when it's not necessary for you to go to that level just yet. I said yet. By the way, family, I really do appreciate the love, man. Man, y'all been showing me so much love. I really appreciate it. Um, if you're watching this video, please take the time to hit the like button, hit the subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, what's taking you so long? Just help a brother out. Hit the subscribe button. You know, these is free. F-R-E-E-E. -E -E. Let's get back to work. Point number two, stay professional. I don't care what's happening. Mm -mm. I don't care what's going on. Remain professional. That is the key to your foundation. If you're being attacked, stay professional professional. Don't get outside your character. Don't get outside this box. Stay professional because when you stay professional, you are setting your altitude, which will affect your attitude in the long run. So again, stay, stay, stay professional. Focus on the work. This You're here for the work. You're not here for anything else. If you're able to make some, some great uh, connections, awesome. If you're able to make some great friends out of this situation, great. If you're able to maybe even find your future spouse, amazing. But stay focused on the work and the achievement and keep at the same time a positive attitude. I know it's easier said than done, ED. And you're right, because I've been there before. And, I, and, and you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I've got it right, and sometimes I've gotten it wrong. And when the th times I've gotten it wrong, I always look back and say, man, I should have remained positive. I shouldn't have allowed what they were doing or going through to affect me, because now I'm allowing what their experiences are or how they handle things to affect who I am as a person. So again, family, Stay professional and remain positive. Point number three, set clear boundaries. Hey, you know what? One of the things when I first started out in uh, project management, one of, the, one of the key things I used to do is work with a friend um, and sometimes even a mentor where we would practice confrontational things. And so it would, it would build up the resistance. Listen, you have to work that muscle of confrontation. Like I always say, all confrontation is, is not bad, but there is some confrontation that is toxic. And that, that is that is toxic. You need to know how you be able to handle that. Here, let me park here real, uh, real quick parenthetically and, and unpack something for you. You know, when... Um, when I, I love watching 
uh, what is this show? I can't remember this show now. But basically, uh, watching shows around um, um, lawyers and and I think it's Suits. Yeah, Suits. Oh man, that was one of my favorite shows. And the reason why it was my favorite shows before they what they would do was prep their client of how the defense or the or I should say the prosecutor was going to ask them questions how they were going to antagonize them to see if they can get their blood to boil and I, I took that technique and I've worked with my mentees on that. I've also had people that actually done that with me so it could prepare me how I'm going to answer and how I'm going to, how I'm going to uh, show my body language when I'm responding to someone that is intentionally trying to watch this, get under my skin or trying to uh, get me to get frustrated to get out of my character of who I was and who I was meant here on this earth to be. So family, that is a key tip or, uh, or trick. Let's move on to point number four. Point number four, focus on building a support network. Listen, my support network, we meet every Saturday, not every once in a while, every Saturday. And that support network really works. Also have an amazing support network internally in the organization that I work for, developing and working with, uh, with people in the organization to help point out the blind spots, to help guide me through things that maybe we all know is the issue, but we have to find ways to push through it or around it and, and basically make things happen. Because again, they always say this, and I believe this is a true adage, strength is in numbers. Let's move on to point number five. Improve your self-confidence. Remember, the key word is self confidence, meaning it has to start with you. It has to start with what you're going to be. You have to start with what you're going to believe. You have to start knocking down those limited beliefs. I don't care what they said about you. It may be true, but are you going to, what are you going to do about it? What are the stories you're going to tell yourself to get better? What are the activities you're going to do to improve yourself? What are the things you're going to do in order for you to go to that next level so you can be competent, so you can be strong, so you can be mentally focused or have a fortitude about success that they don't see that's inside of you right now. They're only seeing where you are now. They don't see where you're going and they're basing it off of things that maybe they've experienced but you're not like that because if you were you wouldn't be watching this so stay let's keep working point number six utilize company resources now one of the things that's key here I always say there's levels to this and I always say first start if you have a a, a leader that you trust um, that you report to talk with that person first and explain and help and, and explain the situation say hey this is what's going on I want to make sure that I'm not overthinking this I want to make sure this is what I this is what I'm actually experiencing can you give me some feedback and how you think I should handle this situation now you have to be cognizant of this because a, a, an exceptional leader is going to want to go in and protect their direct reports. They're going to, it's like, it's, it's sort of like what they say, like mama bear almost in a sense is just want to protect and make sure nothing has happened. But also they want to allow you to get that exposure 
and and so you can have that and add that to your toolbox because you may you may run into this again in your career. So they may ask you questions and don't feel offended because they are they may not been there when the the actual issues were happening where someone was bullying. So they have to get to the bottom of it. And unfortunately, sometimes they may just escalate this and go to HR, or they may go to their manager or and their excuse me their leader and explain the situation. So be prepared that this could go either way, um, but you need to explain and be upfront and develop and ensure that you have that confidence uh, in, 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 in your uh, leader. Point number seven, learn conflict resolution skills. This right here, you know I gotta do my Cat Williams. This right here, <laughs> this right here is very important. And the reason why it's important family is because being able to take a course, being able to read a book. Um, one of one of my favorite books around conflicts is called the book is called Crucial uh, Con uh, Crucial Conflicts. Reason why I like that book is because it gives techniques and tips of how to have crucial conversations with people that you need to have that may be uncomfortable because sometimes family, someone may feel that you're bullying them, but you're really having a crucial conversation. That's exactly why I started the video off of saying we need to ensure that someone is, is judging the work and not making personal attacks at you personally, but judging the body of work. I don't care what you say about me. Uh, I mean, excuse me, about if you're, you're trying to take a personal attack at me instead of taking, a, 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 instead of judging the work and then coming together and collaborating to ensure that we can get a better product out there. These, these skills and these techniques of being able to read books, attend uh, classes, um, be engaged in videos like this, reach out to a mentor is going to be uh, a key advantage for you so you'll be able to, to manage that going forward. Point number eight, engage in team building activity. See, one of the things I realize a lot of times when I've experienced bullies is that um, at a workplace is that they, they feel left out. They feel that this is the only way that they can control the situation by making you feel less than and making you feel less than it's 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 their, it's their way of trying to shun you uh, instead of saying, how do we come together to build mutual respect? How do we come together to foster collaboration? How do we come together? So team building activities help develop that trust. Because again, family, I don't want to make any excuses for any bullies. I'm, and that's not what I'm doing here. But you never know what someone is either going through or have been through uh, that has led them to be that, to, to display that type of attitude in a, in a, in a professional environment. So you have to, you have to first gain an understanding and through team building, you may find out more through, through these team, through team building exercises that, oh, I see why you're like that. Now, how do we fix that? Not make excuses and say, oh, well, that's just how John is. No, that's not an excuse for that, for that attitude. Oh, well, that's just how Billy is. That's not an excuse. We, we're not going to do, that's not what we're going to do here. What we're going to do is we're going to find a common ground and from that common ground, we'll work together. Listen, I always say we don't have to like each other. 
to get the, to, to get an outcome on the on the final project. We don't have to get along. We don't have to be buddy buddy, but we will show up and be professional. We will show up and execute. Like I said, I got two bonuses for you, family. First bonus: seek feedback from mentorship. Choose a mentor who is respected in your organization or reach out to somebody that you, you know, you trust and respect and gain their insight. Um, that's what one of my, like I said, mentee reached out to me and he wanted to gain my insight. Hey, how would you handle this? Before he gave me all of the, the facts and everything, he just gave me a high level overview. And then I dug in from there. And I, then on top of that, I also gave him some of my, you know, some of the things I've experienced because that is the best way. You know, I always use that Dan Kennedy uh, quote where, you know, look at the arrows in the back of the pioneers that have already done it. Translation meaning there's somebody that's been through this. So connect with them and see how they led, how they managed it. How did they push through? How did they uh, go from a victor? I mean, excuse me, from a victim to a victor. All right. And the last and, uh, and final thing you already know, which is in this book, about communication, the, the Magnetic Project Manager, by the way, shameless plug as usual, uh, pick up this book, family. It's at your Barnes & Nobles, Amazon, uh, wherever, wherever books are sold. Go pick up a copy. Matter of fact, pick up 10. But let's go into this next one. Communicate assertively. Be assertive in your communication. But be assertive, not aggressive. I know that sounds, that's like a contradiction, you know, very contradictive. But if you're able to be assertive and, and be very clear in your communication without being aggressive, without being um, condescending or, or as my cousin would say, or try to be slick with it, just being straight up with, with the person and being very and being direct with them in a professional uh, in a professional manner. After that, if you've done all these things, there's nothing more that you can do. Now you have to make a solid decision. Do I still want to be in this environment or is it time for me uh, to move on? Is it time for me to either move in, uh, move on within the organization or move, uh, move out of the organization? I'll leave that up to you, family. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, I do apologize for being long-winded, but I don't apologize because I know there's someone out there that is going through this and dealing with bullies at work and I want to ensure that I can provide you value and finding ways to navigate through that so you can come to a, a common ground with that person or people because I don't know what you know how it is. But with I, I just want to ensure you're getting all the value here possible. So again, if you like today's video, hit that thumbs up. Also, show your boy some love and hit that subscribe button. You know how I do it. I don't know why I did the neck like that, but it just, it just looked good. Anyway, until next time, I'm out.